Welcome to another edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Hello, my name is Bill Lawrence. Each show presents a lovingly cultivated row of brand new onions, written and boiled exclusively for Colm Radio, and then interspersed with undeservedly unfamiliar music. Each one of the stories you are about to hear is exactly 100 words long. Not a word more, not a word less. And every single one of them was written by Angela Cairns. So sit back and surrender to this splendiferous music and originative homegrown storytelling, because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Bye. 
Midnight Blue. Falling into his dark eyes, liquid and lost to myself. His expression changed from darkly intense to gently smiling as he brushed my hair aside and trailed lazy kisses down the sweep of my neck and across my bare shoulder. More hungrily, he unzipped the midnight blue silk gown, pushing it aside. The dress slid away without resistance and folded into a puddle at my feet. I stepped out of its containment and into the freedom of my lover's arms without hesitation. Powerful, haunting memories. I close my eyes, wishing when I open them he will be here again.
fallen. Around her are the fallen leaves of autumn on misted grass. Russet blushed over yellow, brown and ochre. Red, like the gash of a gaudy scarf across her navy coat, blood oozes and thickens in the crevices of her face. The naked twigs and branches of the tree above her are bent and crooked, attached but useless, her leg is bent and crooked too. Thin and dry, it has snapped like deadwood. Faces swim above her, pink, earnest, unknown. They question and probe, drawing her back from the slipping, shifting haze into focus and pain. She has fallen.
Only Love Can Break Your Heart by Angela Cairns. If he died, it might have been easier, I thought dully as I walked towards the beach, then chastised myself. But married, married, and to someone else. Be happy for me, he said on the phone. I'm happy, Annie. I've always admired you, you know that, but I don't think I ever love you. The casual cruelty hit me again like a gut punch, and for a moment I doubled over, winded. You gave him space, you fool, space to find someone else. The voice in my head sounded leaden, and I made space for my new companion, Regret. If you're gonna tell them everything, tell them I'm a good kisser. Tell them all the things you told me in your desperate whisper. If you're gonna tell them everything, don't leave out the good part. Tell them the way that you broke my heart when you told me that you missed her. Surprising success. 
For six years, I barely moved without Thomas the Tank Engine in one of his forms. The sitting room was full of intricate Brio tracks, around which Thomas and his friends were propelled by tiny hands accompanied by enthusiastic sound effects. We watched videos, read stories, and attended Thomas Days at every steam railway on holiday and at home. Years later, at a business dinner, a monosyllabic Japanese engineer and train spotter's face lit up with the same joy as my son's when he realized I could talk at some length on the steam railways of the United Kingdom. Welcome, come on in, I say from behind a blue mask, 
blue apron and blue gloves. Blue is not my colour. I desperately try to imbue my greeting with warmth using just the top of my face. The strident blue gives off the wrong energy vibration. My rooms are decorated in soft neutrals and I have paintings of woodland walks. I normally wear spring colours, shades of green and muted yellows or heather tones. In frustration, with consent, I remove the gloves. My test is negative, my hands are sanitised and I cannot deliver a touch therapy through vinyl gloves. like us. I'm not a racist. You are. I'm not. I just think 
They should be looked after in their own country. We've got enough people on the dole as it is. No, France should send them back, I'm afraid. You're only saying that because they have different skin colour to you. I'm not. It's terrible, though, what's going on in Ukraine. Oh, yes, those poor people with lovely homes chased away. The children look so frightened, and the mums trying to get them to safety. If I had a spare room, I'd bring a family here. I rest my case. forever is all that you said before you stood up but you won't disappoint me I can do that myself but I'm glad that you've come now if you don't mind leave leave and free yourself at the same time leave Understand, you've already gone. I hope you feel better now that it's out. What took you so long? And the truth has a habit of falling out of your mouth. Well, now that it's come, if you don't mind. At the same time, Lee, Lee, let go of my hand. You said what you came to now, Lee, Lee, let go of my hand. You said what you have to now, Lee. Fairy tale. A girl has been given a red cloak and a hood to wear. Her mother sends her to take food to her sick grandmother. She'll be fine. Little Red Riding hoodwinked by a wolf in sheep's clothing. Sweet child of mine, but not for long. Longing to smell her. See her, hold her in my arms to hug. The better to hug you with, my dear. Lord, the torment, the not knowing, 
knowledge, carnal, carnivorous. Wolf, noun, a wild carnivorous mammal, a ferocious person, rapacious. Rape, noun, unlawful sexual intercourse. The wolf leaps upon the child and eats the girl. You are listening to 100 Word Onions, written by Angela Cairns, here on Cone Radio, 106.6 FM.
as the family left their bed, tumbling, wobbling, wagging, you were not the most beautiful. But your calm, strong energy meant I couldn't take my eyes off you. I wasn't looking for a puppy, just visiting. As conversation turned to the merits of each pup, I said, what about White Collar Girl? No one except me seemed impressed. I couldn't forget your steady confidence or soft, brown, all-seeing eyes, your old soul. I wasn't looking for a puppy, but when you were left behind, your brothers and sisters taken lovingly to new homes, I knew you were meant for me. She lay in a stream and the water was cold. On the bank, a dog barked. It pulled at her coat. With each tug, her ankle screamed, stop. 
It ran to the hedge and barked furiously. A low drone stopped and a long shadow loomed across the bank. Was she safe? Hello, I'm Jane. Let's get you out. Her teeth chattered as a cool breeze leached the last warmth out of her body. The dog crept close, her warm body easing the ache of Millie's frozen hands. She buried them into the dog's rough fur. Air ambulance on its way. Every evening at knock-off time, my exhausted grandfather would come out of the works and trudge across to the adjacent pub. I would wait with a penny my grandmother had given me and solemnly press it into his calloused hand. Tyke, he would nod his encouragement, 
A quick half, then I'll be back. Tell her. I'd run down the cobbled street, round the back, past the pigeon loft, and into the warm kitchen. Grandma would raise her eyebrows, and I would smile. She'd pass me a broken biscuit from her baking and say, We'd best get the dinner on, then. Poker face.
can never tell what is in her heart. Is it spades of love that will end in diamonds and white lace? Or will you see a fleeting glimpse of her at a club dancing with another guy? Will you shuffle away, your face suffused with a flush and your dreams broken? Or will she stick with you, offering a straightforward romance that has no twist? What a handsome pair you'd make in the photographs. If you had three kids, you'd have a full house. Her beautiful poker face haunts your dreams. I hope she deals you a good hand.
storm damage. With a sickening groan, the trunk snapped. Forty years of growth, bending, flexing, flowing with the wind and weather, ended. A gash grinned with jagged teeth. The amputated tree fainted to one side. I fought my way to its deathbed despite the storm and shed a tear for fallen beauty. In the dry-eyed morning of the following day, I soared and stacked, this to be mulched, that to soar heavenward, sacrificed to the gods of fire. The wide-jawed smile of the stump, a welcome to fungi, insects, and already a perch for garden birds. You did not die in vain. Oh, 
goes around comes round. We walked with the soft shuffle of anticipation, edging forward, guessing how long it would take. We played I Spy, then had a sweet-sucking competition who could make a lemon sherbet last longest. Finally, our feet left the pavement for non-slip black rubber mats, and we stepped into the egg-shaped pod, eager to bag a good view. Without pausing, the eye turned, and we left the ground. Higher and higher, there St Paul's, the Palace of Westminster, the Thames, snaking towards the sea. We reached the dizzying heights, only to slowly return to Earth. So the wheel turns. Bar, the finest you could find It swallowed up my mind And I was free to find you Keepers beckoned from their doors Syrup glass, marshmallow floors But I slipped through the alleys Wanting something more Young girl, I have so
Midnight Blue. Falling into his dark eyes, liquid and lost to myself. His expression changed from darkly intense to gently smiling as he brushed my hair aside and trailed lazy kisses down the sweep of my neck and across my bare shoulder. More hungrily, he unzipped the midnight blue silk gown, pushing it aside. The dress slid away without resistance and folded into a puddle at my feet. I stepped out of its containment and into the freedom of my lover's arms <laughs> without hesitation. Powerful, haunting memories. I close my eyes, wishing when I open them he will be here again. You have been listening to 100 Word Onions. Written exclusively for Cone Radio by Angela Cairns. And so that's all we have time for, for this edition of the show. If you want to grow an onion and give it to us, just get in touch, either with Cone Radio or via the Bill's Big Bang of Onions Facebook page. Remember, these microfictions must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. So join us again soon on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening on the radio or at any time through our podcast for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. (laughs) 